who puts the light switch for a room outside the room i don't like visitors i really don't like visitors ladies gentlemen certified douchebags and unlicensed menaces to society to taylor we're going to look at landlords and the reasons that make me dread having visitors in our two bullshitting segments today i just said today twice redundancy jesus <laughs> so without wasting another moment welcome back to the chem show and i'm your host chem earl I'm convinced that landlords are a whole different subset of humanity. They, I feel like they, if all humanity's bad traits gathered in one place, yeah? Like, here's a tip. If you ever want to get back at somebody, just become their landlord. They will hate every moment of every waking day of their stay on your property. And you're probably thinking, surely it's not that bad. And okay, yeah, you might be right, of course, yeah? Because my landlord doesn't just up the rent unexpectedly, you know, she's not rude. She doesn't just barge into the house and just start inspecting stuff, you know? She's she's a proper human being. And I'm sure you're wondering, then what's the problem? Well, honestly, a lot is the problem, yeah? So I'm going to look at two aspects of typical landlords that you most probably should become familiar with. And should be aware of if you're thinking of moving out of your parents' place. Landlords always let out the weirdest of houses. Yeah? What do you mean by that? They, they have the weirdest taste in housing. When I say weirdest, I, I don't mean the house has no bathroom. Although it happens. Or that the pool is the shape of a penis. Yeah! I, no, I'm talking about... The minuscule details, you know, that you probably won't notice unless you live in the house, yeah? Let me use the house I live in as an example. So firstly, I don't have a real wall on one side of the room. What are you just saying? Yep. So, like, the wall that my bed touches is not made of concrete. Because apparently my room and the room adjacent to mine combined used to form a lounge. Which explains why this nigga next door has a fireplace and no one else does. But that's not important. Which means that the landlord divided the lounge into two sections and turned each section into a bedroom, right? That would have been totally fine if the wall between us wasn't so flimsy, yeah? Like, you see those partitions they have between office cubicles? You know, those walls between them, if you've ever watched The Office or Suits. That's the kind of wall we have between us, yeah? Meaning, if I fuck around and lean on it too hard, yeah? It's gone. Like, there will be a huge hole through it. The fact that the wall is so thin also means that if I play music on my speaker, then we're both jamming, yeah? When I'm on the phone, then we're both on the phone. If he's laying pipe, my brother, we are both laying pipe. I will send you to Jesus. Another example of this is that one of the rooms in the house has its light switch. 
outside the room yeah so so imagine that the gent imagine imagine that okay the gent imagine i'm a gent i'm in this room and i'm laying pipe with the lights off and everything and then cam decides to be a dick you know and just flick the lights on and off yeah instantly mood dead it's over you're not laying pipe no more you you stepping up to find out who the fuck was fucking with your lights you know and and maybe maybe you're lying on the on the bed you know just slowly dozing off with the lights off you know there's that ambiance you're in that state of sleep where you just you almost dove in you're almost drowning in just unconsciousness and then goes boom and then kem just goes boom on the light switch sleep gone there's not there's nothing there's nothing bro you cannot do anything about that you're awake now and the other thing about landlords is is the fact that they are by far the stingiest group of people you'll ever encounter yeah they hate giving money away and and i know this for sure because the landlord's favorite phrase or favorite activity is diy yeah do it yourself like imagine you call your landlord at 4am and say that one of the taps faucets or pipes is leaking best believe their first course of action will be to try to use whatever little plumbing skills they have to fix the leak themselves worst case scenario they turn to their trusty friend ducting yeah paying someone to fix it is the last option for a landlord if we're talking about appliances even worse you will wait forever for them to be fixed yeah and if you're thinking oh but my mom or dad is a landlord and he or she isn't like that they're not that bad i mean that's cuz their phone is always on do not disturb my nigga they're ignoring the tenants the same way they ignore sars like there's there's nothing they're not doing anything about it either that or your parents are rich hey like they don't mind landlords typically would do anything to avoid having money leave their pockets yeah they're like those banks that have two different balances yeah you know them right the ones where you have current balance and available balance like why what if i have 2000 rands in my account and i can only use 350 like why who 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 came up with this who is the genius who came up with the idea of available ba- you know what? to whoever came up with the idea of available balance yeah your mom's a hoe Shall we just jump in to our next bullshitting segment and address why it is I do not enjoy having visitors. So, I live off campus and you'd expect that I'd be having friends over all the time, having sneaky links and stuff. Well, you would be wrong to assume that because I do not enjoy having folks over at my place. And there are mainly two reasons behind it, yeah? One being when you're here, I feel obliged to accommodate and feed you. Like I grew up in a household where you're taught that if you have a guest, 
you make them feel as comfortable as possible and you make them food so i have to be accommodating and be your chef yeah mat okay cuz i'm not a shitty person but some people just aren't worth the accommodating nature yeah like now i also have to rework all the plans that i had for this time around you and your presence here and on top of that i have to cook for you bro you have got to be kidding bro like uh, nothing bro nothing have you ever gone grocery shopping lately yeah everything is expensive man nigga even breathing is just taking money like let's let's add on the fact that i've got to do the dishes afterward like bro that's a deal breaker at this point like i can't i'd rather you didn't come over yeah the second reason i don't like having visitors is you're in my space yeah you're lich i can't breathe hey when i'm chilling out there with you somewhere I'm exhausting my social battery constantly. And at the end of our little endeavor, I'll go home into my safe haven to regain my bearings, you know, quell my anxiety and recharge my social battery. You know? However, when you are in my space, I cannot do that. I'm like a phone plugged into the charger during load shedding. Nothing is happening. N- my anxiety rises. my social battery depletes and i can't recharge it also the fact that you're coming over means i have to clean my space considerably you know like make it presentable and that's honestly a hassle hey i mean of course i do have one exception to this rule of mine or rather this uh, predicament i find myself in the only person whose company i enjoy is my mother yeah my mom the chosen one yeah that is because i i don't see this woman for about 6 months of the year and then i go home to see her and then i come back here now she came to visit lately yeah so best believe <laughs> there's a certain stress accompanied like that is linked with your parents coming to visit you when you're staying off campus in varsity when they tell you they're on their way instantly your brain goes into i need to clean up mode hey you instantly start cleaning up packing stuff away that should not be visible uh removing dirty laundry doing the laundry if you haven't done it in a while just cleaning up everything making everything presentable so that when they arrive they do not think you have turned into a total psychopath yeah so i did all of those things in preparation for my mother to arrive i cleaned up my stuff you know There was even a box of cigarettes here. There was a box of cigarettes sitting in my the top of my cabinet. And my cabinet is open. It's an open design cabinet, meaning you can see everything that's on the inside. So, I looked into it and I saw back a box of cigarettes sitting there, yeah. It has been a few months since I quit smoking, yeah. But I knew for a fact that if she saw that there, the chat would be, "Oh, so you're still smoking." And and in as much as I did not want to have that chat. Yeah, no, I simply did not want to have that chat, so I got them out of there. And the funniest thing is I moved them from my cabinet into the kitchen cupboard. Yeah, why? Reason being, my brother, when I still wanted to smoke, I spent money on those things. And if you've listened to the episode where I talk about my relationship with my wallet, I'd much rather not chuck into the bin 
consumable items that I bought with my money, which held value at the time. So I shoved them into the kitchen cabinet and I came, cleaned up my room, aired out the mattress. Everything was spick and span. Hey, I was so proud of myself. And then she did not come into the house. That is, Bruh. that has got to be the most disappointing thing. Because I put in all this effort and uh, yeah, she didn't even come into the house. Not that it's a bad thing. I mean, I finally got to clean my room, but I mean, come on, hey. That, my beautiful listeners, sums up the two segments of bullshitting that were prepared for today. Before I send you off to have a beautiful day, I'd like us to take a look at our Chemiverse segment, which is a segment where we look at all things chemshow related, hey? So, I've first got a big piece of news. It's big for me, okay? Um, recently, the chemshow has hit an all-time high of 200 listens yes yes thank you thank you thank you that one is actually your guys's award actually rather that is your achievement you're the ones who it's literally in the name listens uh, so it's you the listeners of the chem show who made it possible so you know thanks for sticking around we're on like episode eight and y'all are still around that's marvelous hey so, nonetheless, thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of The Chem Show. I hope to see you again soon. Something else I noticed, actually, is y'all are not interacting with me. Like, what is up? Like, do you not like me? What's going on, hey? Because I, there's a comment section on Spotify. There's a rate button on Apple Podcasts. I don't know what Anchor FM has, but, you know, it's there. But y'all are just like, y'all are eating up this content. And y'all are just like leaving me hanging. Like, what's going on, guys? Do you not like me? <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, consider having a look, you know. Even if it's something really stupid. I mean, it may seem stupid, but I mean, I, I value it. Nonetheless, that's where the conversations continue. If you have something that uh, you hadn't found in the episode, something you wished had been addressed, put it in the comment section. Let's continue the chat in the next episode because... It's what it's all about, content that's relevant. You know, we're here to educate. We're here to cap. We are here to have fun. We're here to laugh. And we're here to address issues that may or may not be relevant. You know, it is what it is. But until we meet again, this is Kim Earl signing off of The Kim Show. <laughs>